there as well. So uh, that is all coming up here on the program, all coming up on the show. And we'll also be recapping Pick'em as well. So uh, it's all along the way here. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get this one uh, started here. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack here on this Overreaction Monday. And uh, let's go ahead and let's get it started. And let's hit it up with the uh, first segment we call First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And, of course, we're starting with those two championship matchups there in the AFC-NFC championship there yesterday in a tale of two games there as the first one was very low scoring and the second one was not and ended up having a comeback in that game that made it high there. But uh, we'll first start off in the first game of the day there in the AFC championship, and I said it on Friday, and I'll say it again, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And, buddy, Patrick Mahomes is the man. And the Chiefs reign supreme again. They are AFC champions once again. They did not score in the second half. But, uh, luckily, the defense uh, held Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens to a single touchdown in the entire game. They got a field goal uh, there late as well, 17-7 to for the majority of the game. And the Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. They will punch their ticket to Las Vegas in two weeks. Yeah, you know, fourth Super Bowl in a five-year span, Travis. That puts them up there with the Patriots Mm. and the Bills. Um, You don't want to mention the Bills of the 90s because that didn't obviously work out well. Um, But this year's road to the Super Bowl, very different. 2-0 on the road. Patrick Mahomes never played a road playoff game prior to uh, 2023 divisional playoffs. Uh, Kansas City also the underdog the last two weeks. The first defending champion to win multiple games as a betting underdog in a single postseason. And it hasn't been all pretty. Uh, Mahomes, Travis, this season, career-high 14 interceptions, a career-high 17 turnovers in the regular season. But he's gone four straight playoff games without a turnover. And the Chiefs are 11-1 in the playoffs when he commits no turnovers and 12-1 when he commits one or fewer turnovers Mm. as well. So uh, Travis Kelsey caught 11 of his targets Sunday. Most receptions without an incompletion in his career. He also broke Jerry Rice's record for most playoff receptions all time. So Mm -hmm. anytime you're breaking anything of Jerry Rice in the playoffs, you're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, Yeah. he was awesome there yesterday. 11 grabs, 11 targets. Targets and a touchdown uh, early in the game as well for 116 yards uh, for Mr. Kelsey uh, there. Uh, Go ahead, Travis. I mean, I was just going to say, like, I mean, we talked about the whole back half of the season. The Chiefs were uh, vulnerable, mm-hmm. and uh, they Patrick Mahomes didn't look like himself. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey uh, later in the year didn't look like himself, but in the plo- in the postseason. Uh, these guys have performed and they've uh, shined, and uh, Kelsey especially uh, showed up when the Chiefs needed him the most. They don't need receivers that can catch; they just need Travis Kelsey, yep. and uh, that's what they showed there on uh, Sunday. And Patrick Mahomes was nearly lights out in the first half. I think the only incompletions he had was a couple of drop balls and uh, some uh, throwaways 
uh, out of bounds. Uh, so uh, he was electric when the Chiefs needed him the most. Now, that's not to say the Ravens didn't have a shot in this game. They did. Uh, they did. They did. They were driving towards the end and yeah. had a fumble. Yeah, that real uh, crucial one there yep. with uh, Zay Flowers there at the uh, towards the very end. He yep. did fumble just before he broke the plane uh, there, and that was an absolute killer yep. for the Ravens. Yep, it was. And, you know, I, again, we're going to go back to Lamar Jackson. Now he's 2-4 and four in his playoff career with the loss. He I know. won a game, but... I kind of feel bad. I kind of feel bad for him. I, you know, I, I don't feel as bad for him, Travis, as I do the Baltimore defense. Because entering this game, Travis, the Ravens' number one scoring defense in the season allowed 17 points on Sunday. Teams have been 18 and 0 since 2004, allowing 17 or fewer points in the conference championship round until tomorrow, until yesterday. So, mm-hmm. the Chiefs def- or the Ravens' defense did what they needed to do. They held Patrick Mahomes and company to 17 points. Your offense just could not get going. And it was the run game. They rushed for 81 yards and snapped a streak of 35 straight games with at least 100 team rushing yards. It was the fifth longest in the NFL history, including playoffs. So that and Lamar Jackson was blitzed. 41% of his dropbacks, third highest rate he's faced this season. And uh, he was only 41% of his passes against the blitz. And he also went one for six for seven yards and two sacks when passing on third down. That's not going to get it done. Yeah. So, again, the question becomes, can Lamar Jackson win the big one? And, again, uh, I think we're sitting here going, no, he cannot win meaningful playoff games. Because even last week, he didn't look great. He looked pretty good. In the second half, it looked a lot better. Yeah, but it took him a half to get going. Yeah. And who was it against, Travis? The Texans. The team no one expected to be there. <laughs> the team that was just happy being there, and they should have been. Yeah. But they were just happy to be there. Hmm. Yeah, I feel bad for uh, Lamar because now he'll sit through an entire offseason. Mm-hmm. He'll collect his second MVP, uh, but then it'll, he's an outstanding player, but it'll just all be talking about can he get it done in the postseason yep. and can he win the big one uh, there. And until he does so, until he finally gets over that hurdle, which looks like a mountain at this point, uh, it's going to be the conversation that keeps getting brought up. And he did throw that pick there. I don't know what that – I think it was he was going for likely uh, there. He immediately called for it after he was uh, past the line of scrimmage, like, hey, man, I'm open, I'm open. You had three guys around you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't open. And Lamar ended up throwing there in triple coverage and ended up throwing that interception uh, there, and that was also uh, brutal uh, there as well. So, uh, yeah, like, like what you mentioned there, though, about the Ravens' defense, they did what they needed, they to, do. They needed to do. I mean – they didn't score. Chiefs didn't score in the second half. No. So they gave them plenty of chances. It was right there. And I didn't understand. They they were down 17-7 most of the game, but they went away from the run game. Well, it wasn't working. I don't know. You're the best run team in the league. But if a team is going Lamar out, Jackson. you, you got to try something else. <sighs> you can't just keep going out there and going, eventually it's going to work. It's eventually going to work. eventually going to work. Because it may not. I guess I've wasted the whole game. I think they kind of gave up on it too early. I mean, I think possibly, but at the same time, if you're getting two to three yards of carry, Travis, which is close to what the Ravens were getting, you got to go away from it. You have to try something else. 
Even if you're the best rushing team Even in the league? Even if you're the best rushing team in the league. Because if mm. you're getting two to three yards of carry, Travis, that does not equal 10 yards. Three plays does not equal 10 yards when you're rushing it if you're getting, on average, two to three yards. Hmm. Man, Lamar averaged six six yards, almost seven. Gus Edwards, uh, only three carries, averaged six yards. Here's here's the thing, Travis. The Chiefs came out, and and I've talked about it in basketball games. We, you know, you talk about it. They made the Ravens find another way to beat them, and the Ravens couldn't. Yeah. I will say it right now, Travis. The Ravens are a one dimensional football team on offense. They're really good at that one dimension. I'm not going to say the Lamar is not a quarterback argument because I'm not. But they're a one-dimensional team. And when the running game is not there or they have to get away from it because they're trailing or whatever the reason they decide to move away from it, they can't go to a passing game. They don't have the personnel for it. Hmm. Yeah. And the Chiefs came out and basically put six to eight guys in the box every single time and said, beat us some other way. Right. Beat us some other way. And yeah. the Ravens couldn't. You can tell by the points, Travis, that the Chiefs put up. They were not coming in for a shootout. They were coming no. in for, we're going to stop the run every single time Baltimore has the ball. And we're going to force them to play our style of football. And the Ravens couldn't. Right. And the Chiefs have also uh, adapted. Uh, like, you know, you don't really see a running back for the Chiefs yep. getting tw- over 20 carries in yep. a playoff game. And Pacheco got 24 and that's kind of what they've had to adopt, have adapted mm-hmm. uh, to do to try to find that run game and establish that run themselves to potentially uh, open up the passing game. Harbaugh got outcoached. Hmm. It's yeah. plain as simple as that. He got outcoached by Andy Reid. Yeah. Andy Reid came in with a game plan on defense of we're going to stop the Ravens from running the football. And Harbaugh could not come up with another answer. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, coaching uh, that oh, was yes, there were. to a uh, question, uh, in particular in the uh, second game. Yes. Uh, uh, the Chiefs, they uh, march on back to uh, Vegas, and Patrick Mahomes, another appearance uh, for him. Uh, Travis Kelsey uh, celebrating on the field. Taylor was there yep. uh, down and on the, the field case. as well. Brother Jason kept his shirt on, Yes. and he was there uh, celebrating with yep. him after, yep. after the win. Uh, so, uh, meet me in Vegas. Conspiracy theories are true, Travis. The they NFL are. wanted the Chiefs there for the Taylor, the Taylor rub. Now she's going to be in Japan the night before. Hmm. There's close to enough time; they can make it happen. Hmm. So she, get in the last minute. She'll be there. Hmm. Well, that kills my, all my idea of potentially sneaking into the halftime show. So yeah, it's probably that's probably not going to happen. No, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. yeah. I hope she at least just makes it to the game. She'll be there. She'll be there. She'll find a way. Oh, yeah. They'll what charter a, a flight for her. Don't worry. What a girl. The 1989. She'll, they'll fly it. <laughs> what a girl. If she ends up making it after being in Japan, bub. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs will be there, guaranteed. And uh, then uh, a lot of uh, coaching and being called into question here on this overreaction Monday. In the second game, the Alliance. Ah, they had it. Yep. This is uh, gut-wrenching. Uh, way uh, to uh, lose the game. Uh, the uh, Lions ended up losing uh, 49ers with a big comeback. Yep. Uh, they're 24 straight points in the second half at mm-hmm. one point, and they ended up winning this one 34-31. Uh, Lions got a late score uh, there. Otherwise, it would have been a 
uh, more wider margin, but that means the Lions covered. And but the Forty uh, ers got the win. Yeah, and it was the third quarter. Travis uh, oh, the Lions yeah. unraveled. They were outscored seventeen nothing. Uh, their worst point differential in a quarter of the season. They were outgained one hundred and seventy to forty two in that third quarter. Second worst yards differential in a quarter of the season. They lost a fumble. Their first turnover of the postseason and two mm. drop passes on third and fourth down, tied for the most in a game this season. And like you said, it was right there. Entering this postseason, uh. the Forty ers under Kyle Shanahan. 0 and 30 when trailing by seven plus points entering the fourth quarter, and 0 for 19 when trailing by 17 plus in the second half. Mm-hmm. And they did it both. And they did it last week, and they did it again this week. Yep. Yep. Mm. So they had a 24 to 7 lead. Yep. <sighs> Brock Purdy turned it around the second half. Went 13 to 16, 174 yards, one touchdown, no picks, 49 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, the Lions now lost 12 straight road playoff games, longest road losing streak in postseason history. Uh, Jared Goff lost last six straight starts against the 49ers, going three and one against the, him uh, his his first four games played. And uh, you know, the Lions shouldn't have anything to to hang their head about because they had a great year, broke a lot of streaks, but there's a lot of questioning um, based off of that result and and the fact of you go for it on fourth down a couple times when you could have easily kicked some field goals. Yeah. And it, it, it would have changed the complete outcome of the game. And I don't know. It's one thing to be aggressive. It's another thing to wrongly be aggressive. Yeah. You definitely have to be smart about it, but I mean, if this is what they did all year, why, why go away from what you've been doing all year? I saw a great picture of Travis and a great thing on social media. It was a picture of Dan Campbell. And it said, this is a man who at the blackjack table hits 20 and says, hit me. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a perfect summary. He's going all in every play. You don't need to go all in every play. Right. You're up 17. You need to be conservative. Use the clock. Milk it down. Do all those sorts of things. I'm not saying change up your game plan, but use the clock to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. Yeah, definitely his uh, coaching and particularly going for it on uh, fourth down is being uh, called into question uh, here today. So uh, I just love how the uh, media and, well, I mean, we're a part of that as well. We but are of uh, just the Dan Campbell love fest coming into the game, and then now all of a sudden we turn on him uh, there with a couple of fourth downs. Um, he was one for three on fourth down. Yeah. Six to 12 on third down. That was the exact same as the 49ers. But this is a game the Lions should have won, Travis. They outgained the Niners. Mm-hmm. They averaged, you know, they, they – had more passing yards. They had more rushing yards. They were three of four in the red zone. They only had two penalties the whole game. They held the ball for less time, Travis. That's a huge factor in this. Mm-hmm. You're up like they were in that third quarter. You need to hold on to the football for a long time. Right. That's when you need to have six, seven, eight-minute drives mm-hmm. where you're getting two, three, four yards a play. You don't need more than that. Just two, three, four yards a play. Keep the chains moving. Mm-hmm. But using the clock. Yeah. And they didn't. And mm-hmm. now they have to, much like Lamar, they have to sit all winter and question yeah. the 
thinking of their coach. Right. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And this one's going to be uh, take a lot to get over mm-hmm. uh, how close you were. And not that you just were uh, here in the championship and came up short. You know, if you would have been the one coming back from 17 and you still end up losing the game, I think you feel a little bit better. But knowing that you had it, a 17 point lead and yep. uh, you let it slip through the cracks that uh, makes it hurt even mm-hmm. uh, worse uh, there with all the uh, bad history that the Lions yep. have had and yep. definitely feel bad uh, for them and uh, the fan base but uh, coming so close and to blow it like that yep. but mm. so now Travis it's the 49ers and the, the Chiefs yeah in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. it is a rematch from 2019 Yep. Which means we're going to have a pandemic coming up this year. Oh, no. Don't, don't say that. Because this was the last Super Bowl PP, pre-pandemic. <laughs> uh-huh. So, obviously, there's something about these two teams when they get together, the world falls apart. So, uh. get ready. It's going to fall apart <laughs> uh, as the uh, the 49ers and the Chiefs do battle again. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, I also love Travis. How odd is it? And this is such an odd thing. That these two teams have squared squared off in back to back presidential election years. Isn't that a weird stat? But mm, it is. Yeah. I don't know. I just find that kind of funny. Mm. Yeah, that is kind of uh, weird how that happens. Yep. But uh, of course, you got the uh, 49ers actually open up as a one point of favorite as we uh, set about 13 days out from the game. Oh, yeah. We still got lots of time for that to change. So, yeah. Certainly will change, but uh, that's right. A short little uh, flight for San Francisco mm-hmm. to make it over to uh, Vegas and uh, the Chiefs. Mm. This is kind of like uh, the Raiders, you know. They're like, ah, we got the Chiefs. They're in our division and the 49ers. We used to didn't like them uh, with the close proximity with Oakland mm-hmm. and whatnot, but uh, they're going to play in your stadium. They are. For it all. Yep. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant against Patrick Mahomes. Yep. yep. The boat. And and here's here's the thing, Travis. Um, let me see if I can find that stat. Uh, of course, I've lost it now. Never mind. Continue. I had a really interesting stat, and now I can't find it. Hmm. I hate when that happens. Lost it. I lost it. It's gone. It's vanished. Oh, I found it. Okay, so with the 49ers win, Travis, uh, last week they snapped an 0 for 30 streak versus the Packers. Mm-hmm. And they snapped an 0 for 19 streak versus the Lions in this postseason now of the 49ers. And in doing so, they joined the 94 Chargers as the only team with multiple seven point second half comebacks prior to reaching the Super Bowl. That Chargers team, by the way, mm-hmm. lost to the 49ers. It's come full circle. Mm. Full circle. So we'll see if uh, the 49ers can keep being uh, the come-from-behind kids and uh, getting wins. And I remember last time the 49ers had a big lead, or a 10-point lead mm-hmm. uh, at least, only to see Patrick Mahomes come back Yep. and win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, a famous Chiefs fan now, going up against guys like Aaron Paul, Dana Carvey. Uh, apparently, James Harden is a 49er fan. Oh, really? According to mm. this website. <laughs> mm. So, uh, we'll see how that works out. Uh, February 11th, 5.30, your kickoff for the Super Bowl. 
and uh, 49ers Chiefs matchup is a set uh, there. And we'll be uh, talking about more of this when it comes uh, closer mm-hmm. uh, there. All right, uh, so we will uh, step away here and we'll hit up on uh, some uh, local sports that happen there on a Friday and uh, this weekend uh, as well. So uh, when we come back, that's what we're hitting up on. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats, here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have chicken breast for $2.99 per pound and our heat and serve pulled pork for just $5.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to your Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. If you love to travel, Capital One has a rewards credit card that's perfect for you. With Venture X, earn unlimited double miles on everything you buy and purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 air. You just check in and chill out. Open up a world of possibilities with Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. And now... So can it's a little overrated. Just two cents. Peyton Manning is rated a little bit, yeah. You're thinking of his like last year. No. Don't think of him as his last year. No, like his whole career. The starting lineup. <laughs> he is properly rated. No, a little overrated. How dare you? On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Peyton Manning can think Edron James, Jeff Saturday, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. All right, then Joe Montana is overrated. Thank oh, you can thank yeah. Jerry Rice for everything. I,
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Let's take a look at uh, some local sports, some local basketball that happened on Friday and uh, this weekend. We had some uh, conference tournaments wrap up there on uh, Friday, and including uh, the LIC and the Lincoln Prairie Conference tournaments as well. Up in Arthur, the uh, seventh place game went to Arthur as they won over uh, Saragordo 60 uh, 248. The uh, third place game went to uh, Sullivan as they were victorious over Argenta 59 242. And then it was Oka Valley winning against the uh, number one uh, seed Arcola and they won that one by five. It was 50 to 45 was the uh, final. So Oka Valley making a run and winning the uh, conference championship. And in the uh, consolation game, that's where Eric was mm -hmm. as Cumberland was victorious over Tri-County to take home the conference uh, consolation, consolation championship. Yeah, 61-34. Cumberland got the win there Friday night. And uh, as Coach said after the game, this is one of our best games of the season. This mm -hmm. Top to bottom, everyone contributed. Everyone who was on the floor, you know, contributed in some form or fashion. You had three players in double digits. Uh, you had uh, Zach Harmon had 13 rebounds to go along with 10 points. It was just a great night for the Pirates and hopefully something, as Coach says, that they can carry in throughout the end of this year. Um, because, you know, I, and I asked him point blank and he kind of agreed. And that is, you know, we talked at the beginning of the season about this is a young Pirate team. They're so young. They're still learning where they all fit in. And he's like, I think they're starting to figure out what their role is. And they're mm -hmm. starting to come together. Um and we knew it was going to take some time for that to happen. So if Cumberland can keep this up, I mean, the past couple of games, they've scored above their season average. Um, if they can keep that up and keep building that momentum that, you know, as you know, we all say once regionals start, it's zero, zero. Everyone's on an even playing field once you get to regionals. So um, mm -hmm. you never know if you can start building some momentum. Now you can carry that into regional play. Yeah. And it's always uh, nice to see a uh, team that was kind of younger in the early mm -hmm. going, but trying to uh, figure things out yep. uh, there and stuff's coming together uh, there. So mm -hmm. it was a nice consolation uh, championship yep. to come away with uh, there for the uh, Pirates there on a Friday. Mm -hmm. And we also had the uh, little Illini Conference Tournament wrap up there on a Friday as well in Newton. It was Lawrenceville. Winning over KZ 58-44. And in the uh, championship game, it was a uh, packed house there in uh, Newton as it was Olney coming away. The uh, number one overall seed victorious over the Eagles. 47-39 was the uh, final score uh, there. And uh, Winkler went off for 31 there to uh, lead the Tigers to victory there. Uh, we did have Nichols, Wolf, and we uh, Weber all in. Uh, double figures. Nichols had 13, and Wolf and Weber both had 10 points uh, there. But uh, first matchup of the season uh, for these two teams in uh, Olney uh, ends up getting this one, and they're uh, conference tournament champions mm -hmm. uh, there in the LIC. We also had uh, a couple of games in the NTC uh, tournament on a Friday in the consolation bracket. It was uh, Windsor uh, picking up the win over uh, South Central 44 to uh, 30. And what it was about Windsor's two straws falling down early in games, but they did, and they came back there in the second half and ended up winning that uh, there, and um, uh, they advanced on uh, there to uh, Saturday to the 
uh, consolation in the title game, and then uh, South Central fell to the seventh place game uh, there. We'll talk about those in just a second. And then in the uh, semifinal there on a Friday night, it was Dietrich coming away with the win this time around in this matchup as the Maroons won this one 58-44 over Altamont to propel them into the uh, championship uh, there. Altamont came out and they started off good as they did not nearly like they did the first matchup around, but they still uh, got that emotional row, that uh, wave of emotion that they had. Uh, there in the early going, but Dietrich weathered the storm, and uh, they ended up uh, closing the gap there uh, by halftime, and then uh, it all fell apart there for Altamont in the fourth quarter. A lot of turnovers uh, there, and Dietrich, they uh, showed up when they needed the most. Mm -hmm. They only had 29 points through three quarters. They got 29 points in the fourth quarter alone, mm. including uh, Lucas Westendorf, 27 uh, points for the game. But uh, I believe 17 of those uh, came in the fourth quarter. Uh, definitely showed up when the Maroons uh, needed them the most. So uh, Dietrich pulls it out there and it gets revenge from their previous matchup. And uh, that slid Altamont into the third place game against San Elmo. And Dietrich advanced to the championship there on a Saturday night. And uh, speaking of uh, those uh, championship and uh, consolation games, the seventh place game went to uh, South Central. They won over Cowdenhurst Beach City, 45-42. No overtimes needed this time around. And no craziness uh, happened in uh, this one, especially when you compare that to uh, the last time around. These two teams uh, met, uh, but South Central uh, holds on in seventh place there in the NTC tournament, mm -hmm. and it was North Clay. We talk, you talked about Cumberland having a young team, uh, but finally starting to figure it out. looks like North Clay is uh, trying to uh, figure it out, and uh, they're starting to put it together uh, here. They won by 20 over Windsor's Two Straws, 66-49 uh, was the uh, final score there to uh, take the consolation title game. And in the third-place game there on uh, Saturday, it was Altamont uh, victorious over St. Elmo. 54 to uh, 44 was the uh, final score. Wondered what this game would uh, be like with, uh, I said, both teams crushing defeats there on a Thursday and a Friday, but at least St. Elmo had a day to uh, process the uh, loss. Altamont didn't. They had such a uh, expended so much emotional energy there on a Friday night, and then they come back here to the afternoon game on the championship Saturday and uh, San Elmo they jumped out to an early lead there in the first quarter I want to say it was like 13 to 4 or something there and they're really going but uh, Altamont uh, was uh, trailing by uh, double figures there in the second quarter at one point but they cut the deficit to five there with a couple of and ones and some offensive rebounds uh, there and uh, they eventually uh, got it going there in the third quarter and the defense they outscored them 15 to 5 they're in the uh, third quarter, and that ends up getting them by 10. Uh, they're in the third-place game, too. I said kind of come away with, yeah, you wanted to be in the championship game against St. Anthony, but uh, come away with third place was uh, good there for Altamont. Yeah, and as you said, Travis, you know, I always feel the team that plays second on a Friday going into a championship day on Saturday is always at a disadvantage because the, the team they're facing knows – that they're taking on the loser, but they can go and watch the game and know they're playing one of these two game teams. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, Altamont in this instance couldn't go watch, you know, 
and know exactly who they were going to face because it depended on their outcome of their game. So um, great job for Altamont turning it around, getting the win there uh, on Friday. And, and again, you know, you got something from the weekend. It wasn't a complete and total wash. And uh, Millville had his uh, best game of his career, and he had uh, 22 points for the sophomore to lead the way uh, there to a victory uh, there on a Saturday. And then that uh, set the stage for the uh, championship there, and it was uh, St. Anthony ended up with the uh, win, a 70-60 over the uh, Maroons. And uh, Dietrich got close a couple of times. The game was tied a few times, but uh, it just seemed like when St. Anthony got out to a lead, uh, they kept them within uh, striking distance, but ultimately uh, they couldn't uh, overcome uh, the Bulldogs there. And I thought late in the game there, Dietrich was trailing by six, and they called a technical foul uh, there, and uh, St. Anthony made four free throws and possessions, so you go from down six to uh, down ten uh, there, and uh, it was pretty much over uh, from that point. That was the last yep. gasp that uh, Dietrich had uh, for the game uh, there. Uh, but uh, St. Anthony, uh, great week, and it was a great night there. He was uh, cooking there on a Saturday night. That was Ryan Schmidt. He ended up with 36 in the uh, game, and he ended up being uh, the Todd Arnold Tournament MVP uh, there for uh, St. Anthony. And, uh, he came up huge. Uh, there, uh, when it mattered most, uh, there, um, led the Bulldogs to a victory, mm-hmm. uh, there on Saturday and take home the uh, NTC tournament championship for, uh, 2024. And that was the 25th championship for St. Anthony, uh, overall, uh, there in the tournament. Still got a little bit of work to catch the topless, uh, there for all their tournament championships, mm-hmm. uh, that they have, uh, uh, great team that the Bulldogs are, and uh, they are tournament champions for the year 2024. Uh, making the all-tournament team, like I mentioned, uh, Ryan Schmidt being the Todd Arnold MVP. Also uh, from St. Anthony, uh, Brock Fearday made it, and Colin Wessendorf as well. Uh, from Dietrich, Atlanta Keck was named all-tournament team, as well as Caleb Gephardt and Lucas Wessendorf as well. Couple Altamont Indians, Caden uh, Miller uh, made it, and Kate Millville uh, makes all tournament team uh, there as well. Uh, Clayton Wojcik had a, a great week for County Eric Beecher City. He was named all tournament team. Jackson Gurgle for Windsor's Two Straws, Cody Zimdars for uh, North Clay, and Cade uh, Schaub from uh, St. Emil Brownstown uh, rounds out the uh, all tournament team mm-hmm. uh, there for the NTC. They're wrapping up on a Saturday, 88th annual NTC tournament done and a dusted. Turn the page to uh, the 89th annual NTC tournament next year. Yep. Uh, we also had uh, on a Saturday Centralia victorious over Totopolis down in Pinckneyville. It was 58 to a 24 was the final score there. Uh, St. Anthony was victorious over a Pena 79 to a 34. Uh, Breed Central won over Totopolis in girls basketball as well, 46-35. And Robinson won over Nioga, 59-36. FEM victorious over Muhammad Seymour, 57-39. And it was Arcola winning over Villa Grove. And Arthur over Central A&M by just two points, 36-34. And we also had uh, some junior high uh, boys basketball, eighth grade regionals. Uh, there on a Saturday as well. We got all those 
uh, results here on the website, fmradio.com. So we'll go ahead and check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, schedule for this evening, we got action in girls basketball. We got North Clay at St. Anthony, Robinson hosting Dietrich, South Central at Red Hill, Cowden Hair City at Brownstown at St. Elmo, Winchester Straws hosting Ramsey, and Altamont is a scoring off against Nioga. Over on uh, Jack FM is where you can hear that, and it's the Battle of the Indians. These yep. two teams have not yet matched up uh, this year, and uh, this is it. This mm-hmm. is the last NTC game for the uh, Lady Indians, so if they can win this, time. sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, if they win this, they are the uh, outright regular season champs as they only Altamont only has two more games left on their schedule, both Father McGivney and Paris. Mm-hmm. And so if they close this one out, uh, I know that was the big uh, point of emphasis there for Coach Carr uh, when they uh, lost to St. Anthony in the championship game of the tournament, that we could still salvage the regular season yep. title. And that's what's on the line, and Nioga trying to play spoiler of that, obviously. And Nioga coming off a loss on Saturday, so you have to wonder, you know, playing a lot sooner than the Altamont Lady Indians have. Uh, Altamont hasn't played, I believe, since Monday. So a lot of rest for a team that has needed some rest. Yeah, for sure. And unfortunately, um, you know, they've also lost a couple of times to a CHBC mm-hmm. uh, as well. So uh, Nioga kind of stumbling Yep. And into this matchup uh, there. Well, I and let's be fair, Altamont stumbling as well. Lost sure, oh, in yeah. a row after yeah. their big win streak. You know, now, um, you know, I think th- those were two pretty decent losses to St. Anthony and Totopolis, but still losses nonetheless. And right. uh, the Totopolis game, you, Altamont did not perform well in that game. Um, just came out flat from the start. So you really got to turn it around with the final stretch of games here that you have coming up. Right. And we also mentioned, like, we talked about that the seeds will be uh, coming out later this week. So yep. uh, we'll see where the uh, Indians end up standing. Last, last uh, chance in, to impress because uh, they don't play again until next week. Right, exactly. And uh, St. Anthony as well interested to see where uh, they are in that uh, same uh, subsectional mm-hmm. uh, there as well. Uh, we also got uh, Charleston and they're at Taylorville, Mattoon hosting Olney. Uh, Arcola hosting Argenta, Arthur at Villa Grove, Saragordo at Blue Ridge, Heritage hosting Unity Christian at Cumberland at Tri-County, and a Sullivan at Oka Valley. Uh, Newton's also making the trip to uh, Paris tonight. Lawrenceville hosting OPH, Mount Carmel at Casey, Warrensboro Latham at Tolona Unity. Uh, Staunton is at Bunker Hill, uh, Calhoun hosting Piasaw, Gillespie at South Fork, Carlinville at New Berlin, and Hillsborough at Lincolnwood. And we also have some boys basketball tonight as well. Uh, makeup game, Dietrich is at OPH. Martinsville is at Marshall. And that's also a makeup game as well. You know, Warrensboro Latham at Clinton. Central A&M at Shelbyville. Mulberry Grove hosting Pena. Roxana at Gillespie. Bunker Hill at Carlinville. And also have uh, some uh, junior high sectionals as well at the 7th uh, grade level. Uh, Sigel St. Michael against uh, East St. Louis at 630. Uh, St. Elmo sectional, Paris Crestwood against St. Anthony at 6.30 as well. All these matchups are at 6.30, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, 3A Cumberland sectional, Sullivan against Topolis. Carlinville against East St. Louis Lincoln in the Vandalia sectional. Uh, 4A Muhammad Seymour sectional, it's uh, Muhammad Seymour there against Park Forest. And in the 4A Rochester sectional, Mount Zion against Springfield Franklin as well in a 7th grade We'll have all the results posted tomorrow morning on the website, FEM Radio.
com. So go ahead and uh, check that out over there. All right, so we move along here, and we move along into some more basketball, and we'll stay and move up a level. We'll go to the collegiate level. It's the college basketball, and that's what we're talking about coming up next here on the start lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Tatopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Tatopolis State Bank. In Tatopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. I'm Sheila Myers, General Manager of WCRC, WCRA, Jack FM, ESPN The Game, and Classic Rock 96.3. We try to make a difference to you every day. Our 2023 community report was just posted on our website at effinghamradio.com. It shows just some of the things we have worked on to help our community grow and prosper. If you have an event that you'd like Cromwell Media Effingham to be a part of, email me at sheila.myers at cromwellmedia.com. Thank you for listening. 2024 is going to be a great year for all of us. Texting privacy policy in terms of conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Replace stop, stop, stop. Binges, blackouts, regret, shame, trying and failing to drink less or quit. Hi, I'm Jonathan, founder of War Health. I know how scary drinking too much can be because I struggled with alcohol misuse for most of my adult life. But I also know that it is possible to drink less or quit and medication can help. Now, Trexone is a safe, effective medication that makes it easier to cut back or quit drinking so you don't have to rely on willpower alone. I started War Health to make access to Naltrexone convenient and private to help people like me regain control over alcohol. If you're ready to stop drinking or just drink less, text EASIER to 323232 to get a secure link to Or Health's private online assessment. Our licensed medical professionals will evaluate your assessment and if medication is right for you, prescribe it online. We'll deliver your prescription right to your door. No doctor's office visits required. Tax the word easier to 323232 to get started today. That's easier to 323232. And now, uh, up next, two winless teams right here. Sullivan is at Newton. Newton lost 13 to 12 against Paris last week. I have week. a prediction for this game. Are you ready? Okay. The starting lineup. At the end of this game, someone will be one and one on 98.9 The Game. Here at Fry Sports Center update, Brandon Shen came through in the clutch once again as the Blues earned a 4-3 overtime win over the Kings at the Enterprise Center. Blues have won five in a row. St. Louis is now fourth in the Central Division with 54 points and a 26-20-2 record. They host Columbus tomorrow. College basketball action from over the weekend. Lindenwood lost to UT Martin. Missouri State beat Valpo. It was Southeast Missouri State was edged by Little Rock. Eastern Illinois fell to Tennessee State. Southern Illinois snuck past Murray State. SIU Edwardsville took down Tennessee Tech, and Western Illinois was defeated by Moorhead State, 64-250. DeMar DeRozan led six players in double figures with 20 points as the Bulls beat the Trailblazers, 104-96 in Portland. Colby White and Andre Drummond both had 15 points for Chicago, who finished 1-2 on his three-game West Coast road trip. Chicago hosts Toronto tomorrow night. The Blackhawks couldn't get the puck past Jacob Markstrom during a 1-0 loss to Calgary Flames at Scotia Saddledome on Saturday. Chicago gave up a goal in the second period, but outshot Calgary 32-31 in the losing effort. The Blackhawks heading to the All-Star break, last place in the Central Division, 
with 30 points and a 14-34-2 record. Chicago's next game is February 7th against the Wild. And the Cubs are bolstering their bullpen. The team signed reliever Hector Neris to a one-year deal worth $9 million over the weekend. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. It's Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the Sports Center hits. I, I also piggyback on that Cubs thing real quick. I just want to say that we saw what you were doing and said we will raise you a Carl Edwards Jr. as we signed Carl Edwards Jr. to a minor league deal. Oh, nice. So we're bringing, bringing back him back. The 2017 team. Yep. Nice. Yep. So we're we're again. It feels like the two clubs are just trying to match each other for <laughs> annoying their fan bases this year. Yeah. <laughs> and I also saw that we uh, signed someone for the bullpen as well, former Astro uh, as well too. So see, the, are the Cubs and Cardinals secretly like working together, working together. owned by the same people and the same GM? Uh huh. Yeah, it's scary to think about, but I mean, potentially. it's just so odd. Yeah, yeah, potentially. <laughs> Uh, let's look at some uh, college basketball that happened uh, over the weekend. Only top 25 matchup on a Friday was uh, Wisconsin getting a victory over Sparty, 81 to uh, 66. Uh, AJ Store with uh, 28, leading the uh, Badgers to uh, the uh, win uh, there. Uh, let's see. Uh, on a Saturday, we had in the uh, Big Ten, we had Maryland with a win over Nebraska, 73 to uh, 51. Uh, Iowa. Victory over uh, Michigan, 88-78. to uh, 78. Uh, Minnesota, 83-74 over Penn State and Northwestern. Well, they went in that building again, and they put a beat down on the Buckeyes, 83-58. When I originally saw a score, I walked past the TV, and I was like, oh, 63-58. Oh, no, that was 83-58. Mm -hmm. Wow, really big beat down there for uh, Northwestern. But they were at home. Yep. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, and we also had, of course, on a Sunday that we'll talk about yesterday, not yesterday, Saturday, yes. uh, the Illinois-Indiana game, uh, Illinois, uh, hanging on uh, there and uh, beating the Hoosiers in mm -hmm. a close matchup uh, there at the State Farm Center yeah. on a Saturday, 70-62. to 62. I know we'll talk about it tomorrow, Travis, but was it a comfortable game for you? Would you feel good about it throughout? <laughs> no. Mm. I won't lie. Mm. No, I didn't feel comfortable at all. Totally fine with the Illini. They're, they're <laughs> in a good spot. Uh, I wasn't. I was uncomfortable <laughs> in the game, I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, also on uh, Saturday in the top 25, we had North Carolina win over Florida State, 75-68. Houston, uh, they won over Kansas State in those uh, – Wow, purple uniforms, yeah. 74-52. They deserve to lose wearing those uniforms. Yeah. I think that maybe they're normal road uniform. Don't care. Not for sure. <laughs> uh, Tennessee uh, was rocky top over Vanderbilt, 75-62. Kentucky over Arkansas, 63-57. And we have yet another court storming as uh, Kansas goes down. Iowa State beat them there, 79-75. Uh, Auburn is going to free fall in the new polls come mm -hmm. out and they lost the Mississippi state as well. 64 58 uh, Arizona bounce back over Oregon, 87 78 uh, Texas tech takes down number 11, Oklahoma by a point. Uh, Duke gets Clemson by a point. Uh, Marquette won over Seton hall double overtime. Wasn't enough. It needed triple overtime for this one. Yeah. TCU over a Baylor 105 to one Oh two. 
number 15, Baylor going down. Uh, Richmond pulls off the W against uh, Dayton, so they had a little court storming there. Uh, in overtime is Utah State over Boise State. BYU takes down Texas, 84. And uh, the uh, Purdue, they won on Saturday, on Sunday as well, 68-60 against uh, Rutgers at the Rack. Uh, there, Zach Eady, 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds in his uh, career, joins that club uh, there in the win. 26 points, 12 rebounds, 4 blocks for the big fella. Mm -hmm. Number one, UConn impressive against Xavier, 99 to uh, 56. FAU by 3 over North Texas and New Mexico over Nevada yesterday as well. Uh, top 25 at tonight, anything going down? Uh, waiting, these suspenses are killing me. Duke's in action. Um, and they're against Virginia Tech, yep. and Houston is against Texas. Yeah, both and teams, turn, quick turnarounds for both those. Big 12 battle. Yep. Number four, Houston. We'll see if there's any court storming going on there in Austin or if they just expect to win and or Texas. And we don't do that around here. No. Mm, we'll see. Uh, and nothing else is going on in the Big Ten nope. tonight nope. as well. But uh, we'll dive more deeper into that Illinois-Indiana game on a tomorrow's show. But right now we're up against the clock, and we need to get top three, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have chicken breast for $2.99 per pound and our heat and serve pulled pork for just $5.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to your Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. This is Lucas Krenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. And now... Now, here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats, and I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet because it says for the Saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No. It's, it's cumulative of the season, I believe. Well, maybe not. It's just the playoffs. No, because they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay. Never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a, a smidge a bit uh, longer. But 
Of course, we need to uh, close out of the uh, show with what we always do here on a post-weekend. It's the top three moments from the sports weekend. Let's go. Man. And now, it's time for the top three. All right, a top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. And I'm going to start off in no particular order, but I'll start off with uh, my uh, number three. And it was the uh, championships from yesterday as it was the Chiefs being the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. And also feel bad for the Lions, but I don't feel bad uh, for Gardner Johnson waving goodbye at the 49er crowd in the first half. Mm. Maybe just a slight. Yeah, a little too early for that. Premature celebration yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but that's my number three. My number three, Travis. We already mentioned it, and that was Iowa State getting the win over Kansas. It's always happy when Kansas goes down. I wouldn't necessarily call it, call it an upset, sure. but Kansas going down is definitely something that makes me happy. Plus, I said that multiple top ten teams would lose this week, and I am claiming uh, Auburn getting the loss, even though. By the polls, they will not be the top ten, but yeah. multiple top ten teams hey. lost, and Purdue had a close one with Rutgers, which I also said was going to happen. So yeah, I like when things go my way. Yeah, things did go your way on that part. At that part, <laughs> uh, my number two uh, moment from the uh, sports weekend, uh, of course, uh, would have liked uh, Altamont to have been there on Saturday night, uh, but it was still a great uh, atmosphere on a Saturday. Nothing like it, NTC uh, championship. And it was a great one between uh, Anthony and uh, Dietrich. I always enjoy the NTC tournament, and it didn't disappoint again this year. My number two, Travis, Luca from Friday night. 73 points on 25 of 33 shooting, which is very efficient. 8 of 13 from 3 and 15 of 16 from the free throw line. He also pulled down 10 boards and had 7 assists. That's something you wouldn't see Kobe doing in his 70-plus point game. So, Luca playing, playing balling. Um, that was impressive, uh, but my uh, number one uh, from the uh, sports weekend, the only thing that tops the NTC, you know where I'm going with this. I do. The American Nightmare yep. winning the uh, Royal yep. Rumble. He's going to do it ag- again this year. He's going to finish the finish story. Yeah. Please. Yep. Uh, but Cody won the Royal Rumble, and the Royal Rumble is awesome. Travis, I got one better, mm-hmm. and that is an actual upset in the sports world. As the Pistons took down the Thunder. How about that? Pistons, the the worst team in basketball. We all said that they are Hmm. trash. Beat the best team in the West in the Thunder. Congratulations to you, Detroit. That's a that's a the Lions may have lost, but the Pistons won twenty one oh four over the Thunder. So Detroit, it wasn't a whole wash for the day. Hmm. I wonder which one win they would (laughs) have taken. <laughs> One or the other. Duran had 22 points and 21 rebounds. That's a that's a night. Mm, but yeah, that's uh, good enough for the Pistons uh, there for sure. Win number six. Uh, yeah, here they come. Here come the Pistons. Hey, they're only two games behind the Wizards. <laughs> we'll uh, see if we can get to uh, some NBA into the uh, pod as well as we'll uh, recap our pick'em game. As well, coming up in the pod. But coming up next is a Carlin versus Joe. Enjoy the rest of your ESPN radio afternoon. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome in uh, to overtime of the uh, starting lineup and Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here. We got some uh, this date in uh, sports history uh, to a uh, rundown and we also have our rundown of our pick'em game and recap of that. Mm -hmm. And we'll see whatever else we can uh, get to here in the uh, program as well. Is there anything on sports center that you wanted to clean yeah, up? Yeah, let's go. Uh, the Bears are hiring their new defensive coordinator. Chicago announced over the weekend that it's hiring Eric Washington as the team's new D.C. 54-year-old fills the vacancy that was created by Alan Williams' resignation early last season. Washington served as the Buffalo Bills' assistant head coach and defensive line coach last season. He had previously worked on the Bears' coaching staff as a defensive assistant from 08 to 2010. Chicago head coach Matt Eberflus took over defensive play-calling duties last season and is expected to continue doing so in 2024. Hmm. The Pacers extended their winning streak to three games after they got a win over the Grizzlies, 116-110. to There's that for you. Atlanta Falcons hired a familiar face at offensive coordinator. ESPN reports Zach Robinson joined new head coach Raheem Morris in Atlanta. Both were in with the Rams last season. Robinson was the team's passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. After starting as an assistant in 2019, he worked with Matthew Stafford over the past three seasons and started his job with current Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff in his first year. You're just losing everybody, Travis. You're just losing everybody yeah. left and right, I know. The Philadelphia Eagles have found their new offensive coordinator. ESPN reports that Kellen Moore accepted the open role in Philly. The 35-year-old yeah. spent last season with the Chargers, was previously the Dallas Cowboys coordinator. Moore helped guide Dallas' offense to top four key categories, including points and yards per game. For several seasons in Dallas, he replaces Brian Johnson, who was fired by Philly last week, along with defensive coordinator Sean uh, Dasani, Vic Fangio was hired on the defensive side as Philly enters its second straight season with two new coordinators. But Travis, I love that hire for Philly. Yeah, that's an excellent guy to and scoop up there. And you don't think Kellen Moore is going to get up for those Dallas Eagles games? Oh, oh you know yeah. he is. He's going to want to put 50 on the scoreboard mm -hmm. every time Philly plays Dallas. Yeah, that's a fair point. So, looking forward to that. Cleveland Browns are staying in the AFC for their new offensive coordinator. ESPN reports that Ken Dorsey agreed to become the team's next OC. Former Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator replaced Alex Van Pelt, who spent the last four seasons in Cleveland. Dorsey was fired by Buffalo on November 14th after the Bills struggled to a 5-5 five and five start. I don't know if that's exactly who you want if you're the Browns, the guy who got fired from the Bills and then they went on to a run after, after, he, was after he was let go and his yeah. offense came so much better. Uh -huh. But that's who you hired, so that's we'll see Cleveland. how that goes. That's Cleveland for That's you. That's Cleveland for you. The NBA is planning on keeping its commissioner around long-term. ESPN reports that NBA commissioner M. Silver is finalizing a contract extension that's expected to take him through the end of the decade. 61-year-old took over for David Stern as commissioner in 2014. Following eight years as the league's deputy commissioner, Silver is responsible for new league initiatives such as the in-season tournament, draft lottery reform, and player participation legislation. He also completed a new collective bargaining agreement deal with the National Players Basketball Association last spring that ensures labor peace through at least 2029. Mm. Excited about him coming back? No. No? Okay. Me neither. Not really. All right. A couple other things here. As we mentioned earlier, American Airlines Travis is adding flights from Kansas City to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. And they include nods to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Two flights bound for Sin City from the home of the AFC champions will bear the flight number 1989. That, of course, is a reference to Swift's birth year and the name of one of her most popular albums. A return flight to Kansas City scheduled for the day after the big game is listed as Flight 87, the jersey number of Kelsey. United Airlines is also getting in on the Swift-Kelsey fun, naming one of its flights 2287, a reference to one of Taylor's song titles and Kelsey's jersey number. Hmm. Figured you'd like that. I did. I like that touch. Speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, 
Fans wanting to head to Vegas for the Super Bowl may need to hope to hit the jackpot as the cheapest ticket available on the NFL Ticket Exchange on Ticketmaster for the game is listed for nearly $11,000 after fees. That's for one seat in an upper-level end zone section of Allegiant Stadium. Meanwhile, a little bit of a better deal can be found on resale site StubHub where a single ticket can be bought for just over $8,600 after fees. Allegiant Stadium is expected to be expanded to 72,000 seats for Super Bowl 58. So, man, I go save up Travis. Yeah. Also, <laughs> totally affordable. I'll keep my eye on this all week, but the US the USA Curling National Championships are being held at the American Dream Mall's ice skating rink in East Rutherford this week. All week, the best teams in the country will be competing for a spot in the 2025 Olympic team trials. This is the first time the championships have ever been held in the tri-state area. So, Travis, I'll keep my eye on that. See if we can get you updated on the uh curling national championships yeah definitely place. keep me posted yes yep. posted on that and finally travis we are now just two weeks away from the daytona 500 mm-hmm. this sunday is the clash so it's we'll have clash. nascar pick them coliseum yes the and it looks like due to the weather we may be getting to try out rain tires at the coliseum mm, so okay looking forward to that but organizers have announced some of the dignitaries for the daytona 500 as uh pre-race concert Will be performed by Pitbull, NASCAR team owner Pitbull in Florida, Mr. 305. He's going to be there. Of course. Um, but then also, Travis, who's going to kick off this race? Mm-hmm. Who's, who's going to give the command? Who's going to be the commander? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ah, The Rock. A wrestler and actor has been named as the Grand Marshal for this year's Daytona 500. He'll deliver what's known as the four most important words in motorsports drivers. Start your engine. February 19th. More announcements are expected in the coming weeks. So hmm. get ready for that. The if, rock. if he doesn't if roll smell. his R on the drivers. Driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just a missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity if he doesn't do it. So hmm. um, The Rock. Will he be will he be in uh Hollywood Best Travis or will he will he be wearing like a TKO uh shirt? Hmm. Advertising the E. Wearing a WrestleMania I mean, shirt, you think? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Didn't show up the other night. No, he didn't. I know that upset you. It did a little bit. But that is uh, that's your sports center. Mm, that's your sports center. Yep. All right. One other thing that I wanted to uh, mention about the new college basketball rankings that just dropped. Uh, yeah, the. Uh, the Tigers, they Auburn, they uh, they tanked to number sixteen, so they dropped out of the top ten. Yep, to sixteen. Illinois fought, fell four spots with their loss. Where's FAU at? Uh, FAU is number twenty. They jumped up two spots. Okay. Uh, Auburn tanked as well, but not as bad as Oklahoma. They free fall twelve spots to twenty three. Mm. Uh, there after a couple of losses, uh, the top five didn't change at all. Um, and uh, Wisconsin, they're knocking on the door of the top five because they have moved up seven of spots. So uh, look at that. You got Purdue, number two, and Wisconsin at a number six uh, there. Mm. Uh, Kansas, they only fell one spot after taking some losses there with all the other uh, chaos that ended up happening. 
ooh, that matchup's going to come up uh, pretty quickly. I was like, ooh, when, the, when is Purdue and Wisconsin going to match up? That's on a Sunday. So you got the clash at the Coliseum, and you got Purdue or Wisconsin mm-hmm. on Sunday as well as at noon. So going to be a fun weekend. There you go. Fun sports weekend. There you go. And then the, as fate would work out, the Wisconsin and Purdue also uh, close out the regular season as well on March 10th uh, there. Uh, looks like the game is going to be in Madison on a Sunday mm. uh, there. So mm, that would be cool. Six versus two matchup right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the only other thing I wanted to mention. And South Carolina is still number one on the uh, women's side as well. I saw Kansas State is two. Yeah, Kansas yep. State. Look at them. Number two in the country. Yep. How about that? So, mm, where's Iowa? They moved up back to three. Yes. So, Caitlin Clark closing in on the record. Closing in, huh? That's all she had. 38 points the other night. Mm-hmm. Nebraska. 38 points, 50, or 10 rebounds. There, so. And, and I was wrong, Travis. We're 20 days away from the Daytona 500 because they have the clash this weekend, and then they take the week off for the five, uh, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah. you come back the week after the Super Bowl, which mm-hmm. I think is smart. That's smart. You know, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't compete with the Super Bowl. No. You don't want to do that. Nope. No, not but a good idea. They used idea. to do, you know, they'd have qualifying Sunday, and then the qualifying race is Thursday, and the the clash would be the Saturday before, and it's just like, ah, you're just going to end up competing with the Super Bowl if you keep that up. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Stay away. Right. Do the clash two weeks ahead of time. I do wish it was at Daytona, but that's a story for another time because <laughs> that, yeah, I hate the Coliseum. Last year, hopefully, Travis. Last year. Mm. Last, year. Last, year. Last year. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for me. <laughs> All right, you want to do Pick'em or Sports History? Yeah, let's get to uh, let's get to Pick'em here. All right. Hmm. Seem disappointed over there. Oh yeah, let's talk about this. Pick'em. Chiefs at Ravens. Ravens minus four. Travis went with the Chiefs. I went Ravens. That's a win for Travis. Yep. Lions at 49ers. 49ers minus seven and a half. Travis went Lions. I went 49ers. 49ers could not cover the seven and a half. That's a win for Travis. So Travis goes 2-0. I go 0-2. Point-wise, Travis is up by seven, 140 to 133. So, Travis, <laughs> points, you have won. I cannot catch you point-wise. Even though for the Super Bowl we are picking the score like we do for high school games, there's still not enough points there for me to catch you. So yeah. you have clinched the point championship. Now mm-hmm. here's where it gets interesting. Record-wise, Travis, yeah. we are both 109 and 68. So Ooh. it's a winner-take-all Super Bowl nice. for the winner of the winner of the, of the record. Uh- nice. So it all comes down to it. And because, Travis, you are ahead, you get the option of picking if you want to pick first or second mm. so it's up to you where you want to pick okay so but there you go that's where we're at i like it yeah. i like that last touchdown yeah by the yeah. lions yep 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 it's a great decision either way no it was 
take the field goal no. or you take the touchdown. No. Should have <laughs> had a turnover. <laughs> Playing it out to the bitter end. No, turnover is what we needed. Mm. A big old turnover. Nope. Nope. Couldn't happen. Couldn't happen. Couldn't happen, but. That's your pick'em. There you go. That's We're your picks. Talking about it. NASCAR <laughs> pick'em's a week away. I'm going to come back strong with that. Come back strong. Yep. We'll see. Well, I need to. Otherwise, this pick'em thing may be, may be out of gas, Travis, <laughs> I keep losing. <laughs> yeah. I stumble at the end every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. The NASCAR one I did, football mm-hmm. this year I did. Yep. I don't even want to talk about at one point how much I was up by. It's, mm-hmm. it's embarrassing. So Nice little run. Yeah, you've had a good run. So. Nice little hot streak. All right. Pick em. Sports history? Yeah, we've sports only got, history. Let's get we've to We've only it. got two. Um, on the state in 1995, Steve Young threw for six touchdowns in Super Bowl 29, which is still a Super Bowl record. He completed 24 of 36 passes for 325 yards and broke the record of five touchdown passes set by Joe Montana in Super Bowl 24. Hmm. And on this date in 2000, Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz became the third player in NBA history to score 30,000 career points. He finishes with 35 in a 96-94 loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves at Target Center. Malone's historic basket came when he made a layup with 8.53 left in the third quarter and thus took his place in NBA annals alongside Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain. So, mm-hmm. There you go. Very well. That's uh, sports history. As coming up, we got a lot of uh, Super Bowl this oh, day in sure. sports history coming up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure. But a couple other things uh, we did in there. Oh, by the way, Travis, did you know that this weekend was uh, the uh, finals of the Australian Open? Nope. Neither did anyone else? Nope. Only thing I know, realize. and it was because it was a, a, a headline: is Jokic lost in the semis and ended his streak of like. 45 straight Grand Slam wins or something like that. I don't know, but hmm. Jokic lost, so he wasn't in the final. So the one person you may have known wasn't even there. Hmm. Because the other people, I have no clue who they are. Tennis is slowly dying. I mean, it wasn't good, but once you lose all of your, your named people, it really... There's kind of nothing there. Yeah. As... uh Let's see here. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, uh, the finals at the Australian Open was Sinner versus Medvedev on the men's side. I, I've never heard of either of those two gentlemen. Nope, never heard of them. Um, and then on the uh, the women's side, the final was Quinn, Quinn, Quinman and Sal Blanca. I, again, I've never heard of either of those two either. Hmm. So, what a... Uh, bleh. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> oh, tennis. Tennis is down. It's done, Travis. Yeah. All all they have is Joker. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's the only name that people recognize now that Feder is gone and Nadal isn't as good, and you know the Williams sisters retired, and there's no one left. Nope. So there's really not. They need someone to go on a run. Mm-hmm. Need to book it better, Travis. I know. Need to book it better. Need someone to, to <laughs> come through with the slam. <laughs> book it better. You like that? I did. I thought you would. I appreciate Alrighty. that. That's it. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Hmm. I'm done. Finito. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I think that's that's all I really had as well. Mm-hmm. So all right, we will uh, get out of here with that then, and we will uh, talk to you uh, tomorrow. Uh, we saved that Atlanta game for tomorrow because they're back in action uh, tomorrow as well. So uh, we'll hit up on that as well as everything that happens in local sports from tonight as well. Until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace out. <laughs>